What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm Kate Wolf. And I'm your main man, CG. And today we have returning guest, John Koppel. Woo! Woo! What's up, y'all? Hey, John. I'm Thanks very excited to be here. It's been so long. It's <laughs> been such a long time. Are you ready to kick it off with a cool or not cool? I oh, can't fucking wait. real. You didn't tell me about this. I didn't tell you. I have one and Koppel has one. Oh. So mine, cool or not cool, kilts. <laughs> I don't know why I even chose that. I think they're cool. I think, um, yeah, I think they can still look really masculine on a man. And I like the tradition behind them. I think kilts are dope. I would like to see kilts more often in general. Oh, wait, Buddy's entering. Oh, dude, Buddy heard we were talking about kilts and he was, oh, <laughs> look at this guy. What's okay, up? so everybody, we're already recording. Wow. Buddy, Buddy's Buddy Harris has joined the podcast. Welcome, Buddy. I'm here. What's up? Look at that beard. What is going on, man? I'm a wild man. You really, you're a savage. You've never been sexier. This is what happens. I'm off the grid now, so. Holy shit. Are you like running from the law right now what's happening not yet that's gonna be my next step i figured i'd grow the beard first look like the outlaw and then i would actually be the outlaw nice you should definitely avoid like podcasts that a lot of people listen to yeah shaking their heads at that but we, we were doing a cool or not cool it's a segment we do on this show buddy cool or not cool so do you think Beards. kilts oh. are cool or not cool? Oh, God. <laughs> Jump right into the hard stuff. Um, You know what? I'm going to go... I'm going to go cool only because... Uh, like, the few people that I've seen actually pull it off, It's cool. it can be cool. Like, a couple people... Have you I've seen, seen it pulled off in real life? Yeah. You see, I, I think that no? that kilts are cool in theory because anything where a guy says, everyone might see my balls, but I'm good with it. Like you, inherently that takes, you know, it, it shows something. But then in real life, the people that are wearing kilts are all like average age of 78 and a half. Like you never see somebody in their prime that you're like, yo, that dude looks like the man and he's rocking a kilt. It's always somebody It's like, okay, they're respecting the homeland, which they left in the 60s. Yeah, I will say this. All right, so lately there's just people that just wear kilts. I don't even think they like have ever been in the homeland or anything, but if you get like a real manly guy that like throws the logs and stuff, like when they used to whip, that's cool. Like, yeah, I don't have a problem shit. with that. They're, like, barbaric. And it must feel good on, like, the balls, right? Because then Wait, you could air them out. not wearing underwear with these things? Is I that... mean, you probably should, but if you didn't want to, 
it would be a good way to get air on the ball sack. If I was going to be man enough to wear a kilt, I'm going no underwear. See? Just make yeah. sure no wind catches. I'm also not man enough to wear a kilt. I wouldn't do it to begin with. But if I was, I'm going no underwear. Okay. I'd wear a thong just so there's no panty line. <laughs> That's good. When, when were kilts, when was this a thing? Because I, I'm not like a underwear historian, but I always assume they probably have only been around for like 90 years or so. So, yeah, those people weren't wearing underwear under there. Oh, is underwear ra a rather new invention? Invention? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I read a lot, but they don't talk about. Listen, I definitely situation. think it was like back when you only had one wear a pair of pants that you wore all the fucking time because it was seventeen hundred or whatever. You had two pairs of pants. Like, there's definitely shit stains on your pants unless you. And there's not real good technology for washing stuff. There's shit stains on your pants if you don't have underwear. Yeah, I think that. I feel like underwear has been around maybe longer than pants, actually. <laughs> I feel like we started with underwear. Oh, that's probably, that's probably true. And then we're, we're like, wait, we could wear this under something else. <laughs> yeah. It was like, oh, I put pants on top of this. This is formal wear. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, the, yeah, in the revolutionary times, they were all wearing leggings and stuff. So I guess that was their underwear. Oh, yeah. Now that would be cool. Bring that back. Like the British leggings. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. So, so are your balls like in tight spandex? I guess it wasn't spandex. It's like <laughs> it high performance leggings. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it's like Lululemon. I don't think it's like that quality. Probably a lot of chafing back then. Oh, yeah. I know that, that Americans that were fighting in the Revolutionary War definitely didn't have any Lululemon type of shit. Like, those people were animals. Most of them. And so yeah. if you're an animal, do you care if you have shit stains? <laughs> Enough to wear underwear? I don't know. I think so. Probably shit not. Stains are a different level of They're still trying to get laid, like, and if you take what off if, your... What if there was just a shit no. spot on everybody's pants? Then no one's like, hey, look, at your pants have a shit spot because it's on everyone's pants. Back, back in those, in the good old days, as I like to think of them, they either had wives that didn't really, you know, they kind of just had to take what they were given. And uh, and then they did a lot of whoring. That was, yeah. Yeah, famously. Shit, shit stains actually was probably a sign of wealth. Because that means you, you could afford to eat food. That's how, that's how people got wiped up. up. Yeah. The bigger the shit stain, the better the wife you could get. Oh my god! <laughs> They're like that guy really eats a lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm, so glad, I'm so glad I wasn't alive back then. I think about that. I'm like, I need all the medicines that are available today. I would go so quickly if I was born in any other time period. My life span would have been so short. Cause I just catch every fucking thing and I rely on so many different medicines and like, I wouldn't make, I would die of a really horrible urinary tract infection. I think very quickly. <laughs> yeah, like you know, from medicine. I wish, I wish I lived in like the cowboy, like the, like the Western frontier. I think that would have been cool. And until like I watch a movie and I'm like, yeah, I'm a pussy. I could have never done that. <laughs> but the idea of it sounds so cool. 
when they when they give you the the aerial shots of the mountains and rivers and shit i'm like i want to be there and then you see people building their own fences and i'm like oh well i couldn't do that part (laughs) or getting ran over by their buffalo pulling a wagon and you're like what the fuck that was an option of dying back then or you you get thirsty as shit on the way between the mountains that are so beautiful and you fucking die in the desert like there's nothing in between like it's not a town you don't know where yeah. the town is. You don't know if you made what? a wrong turn because there's not a street. And going back to shitting, wasn't that? I think uh I think people would die from diarrhea back then. Oh, yeah. Dysentery. Right? Like they would get de- dehydrated and yeah. Yeah. That's what would happen. They didn't they did there was no emodium AD back then. Yeah. So my people would have been ruined. No, but like, or do they have shitty diarrhea? Because there's also not all the food we have. Like there's not yeah. and like there's not all the shit that we have that gives us the runs. Like, you like it's all natural. Didn't, you didn't Everyone have... back then's on an all natural diet. There's that's nothing true. that's not natural. Yeah, nobody knew what what organic meant. They're like, <laughs> I got you some organic buffalo meat. Like, what'd you just say? Um you're like the yeah, buffalo you're... were walking around. <laughs> They're free. And you're like, where the fuck other buffalo meat do you have? Yeah, it was all organic back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, people still did die of dysentery. So, well, like it's a whole nother thing when you kill a buffalo. Did I say that wrong? Probably. (laughs) You made me question if I've been saying it wrong my whole life. (laughs) My whole life of talking about dysentery. (laughs) I just say, is it what is that? Is that shitting yourself to death? Yeah. I just go that route. Yeah. That's not how I want to go out. No. I think that'd be one of the easier ways to go out than back then. Yeah, I mean, back Bad then, like, out. yeah. It must felt so good the first, like, ooh, and then you just die. I mean. If you, if you shit till you die, that's got to be a relief. Yeah, that's got to like, feel oh my God. bad. I got to be honest, a bad case of diarrhea, when you're on, like, round six, you're like, can I just die already? Yeah, that is <laughs> <What's> true. <laughs> You always say like, "Oh, I'd rather have diarrhea than throw up. It's so much easier." And then, and then you get it, and you're like, "Now this is this okay, this guys. is terrible too." We're switching. It's yeah, not just another cool 10, 15 minutes. Kids. And now we've gone real deep into the diarrhea stuff. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do now is do John's cool or not cool topic. All right. So I got to set this up a little bit. I, I was just spending some time with a buddy of mine who's sober now, but he's got the Heineken zeros at his house. Not and, cool. Sorry. And his three-year-old daughter crushes Heineken Zeros. <laughs> Is it cool or not cool to give your kid non-alcoholic beer and to basically train your kid to crush non-alcoholic beer? Like she gets pissed when he tries to take the bottles away. And there's part of me that's like, we're close enough friends where I kind of feel like maybe I could question this. But then the problem is he's a much better father than me. <laughs> I can see it with all the other evidence. This part, I'm like, I don't know. So it made me think, is this cool or not so cool? Tell well, you me. know, it's not cool outing your friend on a podcast. <laughs> Just totally shitting on his parents thing on a podcast. That is not cool. Neither is giving your kid the Heineken zero, though. I think that's a problem. <laughs> that's the, that could be an issue. Listen, dude, I think it's kind of badass. 
your kid now is going to go if that kid goes to a high school party or you know a, a sorority party or something like that and wait does the, do you think it equates to being able to crush real beers yes crushing heineken zeros do you think it tastes basically the same and you are now are equipped to crush real beers Yes, I mean, I would think so. I mean, I think she holds the beer like she knows. Her parents walked away. She for a minute, she lit a smoke. She was fucking chilling. Yeah, she's, she's hitting those candy cigarettes. <laughs> she's just prepping for life, just fucking sucking down candy cigarettes, chugging non-alcoholic beers. We weren't allowed to have the candy cigarettes. I would beg them on the boardwalk. <laughs> The ones that blew real smoke, but it was actually like sugar powder. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I wasn't allowed to have them bitches, man. I, just, I forgot those. that they existed and we just got them for our kids. We we're like, we need to get you guys used to these candy cigs. <laughs> Stepping stones. Your, your friend's daughter's crushing up Pez and just fucking snorting lines. <laughs> it's fine. It's all fake. We it's can have it right now. <laughs> None of it's real right now. It's fine. We should come out with our own candy line of drugs. Do some candy <laughs> meth, candy heroin, candy yeah. shrooms. Really? It's like the opposite of the dare program. Yeah. Candy shrooms aren't going to equip you unless they taste like complete shit. I was about to say, how do you <laughs> capture the taste of shrooms with candy shrooms? <laughs> some gummy shrooms that taste like complete dog shit. <laughs> Uh, I'm on the wagon. I'm just doing candy shrooms today, guys. <laughs> I'm going to say it's not January cool, by the crazy. way. I think crushing them is setting that child up. I mean, it's definitely developed a taste for that. Because I don't Why like you even it? the kid. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't like the taste of beer. So I think it's crazy to think of a three-year-old now just like chugging them. But I also try not to really judge. So <laughs> if the kid wants to crush them, I guess it can crush them. But, you know, I, I don't think, I even think candy cigarettes are weird. It's just, you know, a lot of different mixed messages to these kids. Yeah, that was kind of a weird thing. Candy cigarettes was like, I mean, back, I, I feel like when they were popular, like it was still, you were allowed to smoke in a, hospital so it was like kind of okay right. but like they're like smoking's bad now so like I, I don't really see like kids just walking around puffing candy cigarettes and i feel like they're hard to get yeah. i feel like they're no, harder they're, to they're get. easy I, really i wasn't being sarcastic we just gave our kids some candy they saw <laughs> them, get them and i forget but as soon as they saw them they wanted them and i was like mm -hmm. i don't know about all that and my wife who's more uptight than i am is like what who cares like all right fine yeah so they were really tasty i mean i remember the gum because they would usually yeah they were pretty good you know what though i will say this i do feel like the kids that i knew like growing up that were sheltered uh those are the kids that like went buck wild in college though right so a thousand percent yeah, definitely so maybe if you're like letting them get a little taste of like maybe the kid will be like like she'll be in college and someone will be like, do you want a beer? And she'd be like, I was doing that shit when I was three, dude. It doesn't, it doesn't even affect me. <laughs> I'm so over that. Yo, that's why yeah, Germany, that, that's why kids who grow up in Europe and stuff like that, they're not alcoholics. Cause yeah, they have Amsterdam. beer at the dinner. Yeah. At the dinner table when they were six. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or everyone's just an alcoholic over there. So it's, <laughs> you're not only an alcoholic if you're alone in the situation.
Like yeah. all my friends that like go out and party together, it's like, yeah, they're all cool. And then my buddy goes home and he's with his wife and it's boring. And he's like, I think I'm an alcoholic. And I'm like, well, maybe or maybe your wife just sucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like yeah. if you're like in a whole country of everyone that's just drinking, no one's judging. So no one knows what an alcoholic even is. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a good theory. Which segues into the next topic I've written, Lansdale Tavern. Which oh, shit. Is... <laughs> Speaking of alcoholics. Yeah, for real. <laughs> what made you want to open up a bar? I but... did it. I what didn't happened? want to. You did? But it was Julie's dream. So uh, Julie was a bar manager there at, at that bar, but her dream was to open a bar. So uh, we ended up... Um, the owner of that bar was uh, starting to like go down to Florida a lot. And uh, he had just gotten married and he ended up buying a house in Florida. So we were like, hey, are you thinking about selling? Like, are you going to move to Florida? And he was like, yeah, probably in like 2023. And this was 2019. And um, he's like, if you guys want to start gearing up and get ready, like, you know, I'll sell it to you guys. And then uh, once the wheel started spinning in his head, I guess he was like, Fuck this. I'd rather move sooner than later. So then it went from 2023 to 2021 to I want to move by Thanksgiving of this year, which was 2019. So we now, just buddy, like, is this because you just drank at his bar? Like you drank it no, so, enough? And so Julie, my fiance, so Julie was working there. So she already and then we would we were already dating. So I would go in, too. Um, but um she, like she she was kind of like the lead on it and then once we started to kind of see how it was playing out like we approached them and um you know i thought i thought it was going to be like a gig where i was like ah we own a bar so i can go do whatever i want but now it's turned it into we own a bar so like you know fridays and saturday nights like i was just we have restaurant week this week so i was just doing stuff for it starts tomorrow so i was like geared up doing stuff getting ready for tomorrow so i lost track of time it's like um but yeah i had no plans of ever opening a bar i was in sales and comedy that was it i was i was and i was trying to do less sales and more comedy so uh this is a whole different step but i like it it's been four years now it's it's a lot of fun we need to go Which, we need to pop in there hmm. yeah come on out i got Heineken zeros, bring the kids. <laughs> Would you serve a kid Heineken zero? No, you can't do that. Can you, you can't. not do that? Dude, I don't I mean, honestly, I've never I've never like come across it before. I don't know. Yeah. I I used to do the thing where I'd have the beer and one of my kids be like looking at my drink and I go, hey, take a sip of the beer. Every single time without fail, my kid reaches for the beer. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, man? We're out in public. You can't take a sip of my beer. But they their kids are game. We had we had an opposite we, we had an opposite situation happen one time where an adult ordered uh Shirley Temple. So you can make that with alcohol, right? Like you can you can make it a strong Shirley Temple. So an What's adult vodka? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so, so an adult ordered one and, uh, and the bartender made it and dropped it off at the table. And the lady was like, uh, excuse me, is, 
is this vodka? And she was like, yeah, she's like, I'm a recovering alcoholic. I haven't, this is the first sip of alcohol I've had in six years. <laughs> I was like, you're welcome. Take, I was like, let's take that back. Yeah. You're like, how she good was that? She kept it. She just went off the rails. We've never seen her again. <laughs> that She's doing been, heroin now. That must have been such a good fucking sip. Yeah. Dude. Oh my she God. was like, she sipped the whole thing till it was gone. She's like, was there a vodka in that? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I went Why out. Why is she walking into Lansdale Tavern and ordering a Shirley Temple anyway? That's what I'm wondering. I, yeah, that's the part that was like, like the bartender was like, "Oh my god, it feels so bad." I'm like I didn't, I just assumed like it was an adult, and I'm like, "Yeah, I probably would have done the same thing, honestly." Like I get it, so I don't why know. Why are you Shirley an alcoholic is... up in here? That's what I'm yeah, that, that, that's... like. Why is your alcoholic ass up in here anyway? Yeah, are you, why are you that's in the waters? Uh, Shirley Temple's a kids' drink. I don't know that I've ever been with someone that ordered it. Like, I'm going to get fucked up. I'm going to drink like six Shirley Temples. <laughs> well, so what, it's a it's a Sprite and a grenadine. grenadine. So it's just right. like cherry Sprite and then add a little vodka to it. Actually, it doesn't sound that. I've never it had one, great. but it doesn't sound that bad. I thought it was what you order when you're an alcoholic. Oh, no. Like, I what? thought that's what you ordered because you're an alcoholic. So you can't drink alcohol. No, well, I really? think you're an alcoholic. I think when, when you're was recovering like five, alcohol, you just like, order coffee. Yeah. Just coffee, black, and cigarettes. Uh-huh. That's a good call. Th- there's, a, there's an AA place by my house. So when I drive by, that's what I see. Just coffee and cigarettes outside the whole time. And and just bad vibes. Yeah, I'm like, you guys looked like it was more fun when you were drinking, honestly. <laughs> Looks like everybody just got horrible news. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't see a lot of people smoking cigs anymore either. Not real cigs. Like no. standing outside. If I, if you're standing outside smoking a real cig, you catch my eye. <laughs> These days. Yeah. So I so I so I used to smoke and then I kind of fell off the wagon. I've been smoking again off and on. And uh I went out to San Francisco and I was like Hey, where like I was out there visiting a friend and I was like, where's the smoking section? And they're like, oh, out back. And I go out back. Everyone was smoking weed. I I was the only one smoking a cigarette and I felt like a piece of shit. Uh-huh. I was like hiding in the corner like a dirt. Like it was like they were smoking weed back there. It was super acceptable. And it was like I was in the corner smoking heroin or something. <laughs> I'm just back there smoking a cigarette. And I'm like, oh, I fucking stink compared to these guys. Yo, Sid's really got like, a bad rap, man. Their name was is a, through the mud for years. Yeah. <laughs> it used to be so cool. Smoking cigarettes was the coolest. Now I got to hide in parking lots. I can't tell my kids about it. You're Listen, showing these, these, these San Francisco chill. people a taste of Lansdale. <laughs> like, I'm talking about yeah. nuts. I'm from outside of Philly, suckers. <laughs> I'm going to say like I don't think cigs, cigs are mm. cool. I don't think they're not cool, but I don't want to put off a, a message of like, yeah, cigs are cool. Because I like, don't think that many people listen to this. Oh, my <laughs> I don't think people think it's cool. I don't think people really like like it stinks. At least that's what I've been told by Julie when I smoke a cigarette. 
I think that people have already made their decision on cigarettes. It's almost like if we started talking about a like presidential candidate, like, no, we already decided. You don't need to tell us. Yeah, (laughs) right. It is. So the next topic was some one you came up with. So I'm going to let you go with it. It's it's pineapples, but I'll let you explain. Buddy, I see a lot of this in Lansdale because I frequent Lansdale these days. There's a lot of if you have a welcome mat with a pineapple on it, does it mean you're a swinger? If you have like your address has a pineapple on it, does it mean you be fucking other couples with your wife? Because there's bad houses out there that look so chill and like family oriented and then there's a pineapple welcome mat so like are all these people fucking well yeah what do you think what do you think parents and families are doing that they don't smoke or drink real (laughs) alcohol anymore that's the only thing that's acceptable now is just swinging parties yeah just chugging random (laughs) cock i think it's supposed to be yeah i think i think it's a isn't it supposed? It's a if it's upside down pineapple, right? Oh, oh no, no. This is why I wanted to ask. <laughs> yeah, I thought there were just people fucking everywhere out there. No, I'm pretty sure if it's upside down, I think that's like the the rule of thumb. So I have, so I will tell you this: I have a friend that is in that community. Uh, it is. It's me. It is interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's John Koppel. Yeah, I'm the one who taught him about the upside down pineapple. He hasn't had sex with anyone. Uh, he just watches, but takes all kinds. I'm just, I'm just waiting just, for my moment. He zooms in with his headset. Are you guys ready? Get going. I'm here now. Um, I. So How did you I, find out about the upside down pineapple? Did you did you walk into an orgy and be like, "Whoa, whoa, this wait, was a regular wait, pineapple"? So I, what does a regular fucking pineapple mean? So why the, why the like fuck fruit? do so many people have a regular pineapple on their welcome mat? They like I think it's just yeah. I think it's just tropical. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I'd say it's like every third house has one. I just think pineapples are kind of cool looking. I think that has. I don't know. Now I'm looking around. I'm like, I'm like Yo, looking listen. behind me. I'm like, do we have any fucking pineapples in this place? Pineapple is a top five fruit for me. <laughs> Yo, so, yeah. I fuck pineapples up. I eat four full pineapples a week, every week. But she's how, my witness. How many of your smoothies? How many of your smoothies, buddy? Because he also owns the smoothie shack. How many uh, feature pineapple? Well, we closed it down. Oh shit! Sorry. Nice one, Koppel. You and I should. You and I should talk more. (laughs) It's been. been around this beard. I'm actually homeless. (laughs) I'm sorry to hear that, buddy. We got all our buddy information from Koppel, so some of that shit's outdated. Honestly, I really enjoyed the smoothie I had there the one time I went. I should have supported you more. Now that we're talking, I think the problem was we had a big upside down pineapple out front. <laughs> so all we were doing, we, we didn't really sell that many smoothies, but we were fucking a lot. <laughs> so that was probably the problem. Yeah, well, that's better than smoothies. Because I yeah. listen, I just I couldn't figure out why so many people would have a pineapple on their welcome mat. I think it's aesthetically pleasing. 
Yeah. Like, what do you, you want to put on there? was like a swinger out there. That I would be a they, lot of swingers. I thought they'd be fucking in these streets out there. That's what I thought. That's that's a pretty extreme lifestyle, I think, unless it's secretly happening more than we know. <laughs> I can't imagine just like swapping romantic partners easily. Like that's well, you don't swap, you just kind of pile up. What? Well, I you gotta make so, a nice I... pile. <laughs> that After... sounds so much grosser. <laughs> just a pile on. Like honestly, just you get in where you fit in. <laughs> I won't, I won't say the comic's name, but after a show one night, a swinger couple grabbed a hold of a comic and uh, we were like all at a bar afterwards. And the 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 wife was like sitting with the comic. He had no idea. He's a younger guy, too. Right. So he was just like sitting there hanging out and they're drinking. And the next thing I know, they're like he's making out with the wife and the husband standing at the bar watching, just like watching. Right. And uh, and they're like going at it, making out at, like at a table, and uh, and the comic like they stop for a second, and he glances over at me, and he just mouths, "What's happening?" And I was like, "I don't know, pal, but you might as well just ride with it." And then the the husband was just sitting there watching, and a a woman was walking by, and he was like, "She's like, oh yeah, they're going at it." He's like, "I know it's hot." He's like, "That's my wife," and she was like, "Wait, really?" He's like, "Yeah." And then by the end of the night, he was making out with that girl. Like that woman was like so intrigued over the whole thing that like, I don't know what happened after that. I didn't follow all of them home or anything. How attractive were these people? (laughs) Not bad. I mean, I would say like, you know, we were, you know, we were sevens. Is this sevens doing this? I was going to say sevens and we were in the suburbs, maybe even eights. Maybe suburban eights. eights. Suburban eights. Maybe suburban eights. Yeah. Suburban yeah. eights. Woo. Wow. Making me tingle. Yeah. You know, yeah. I tried to fuck me, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to interrupt them while they were making it out. I was going to be like, did you at least find me funny at the show? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to know if they were like animals. You know what I mean? Like, like if they, you know. I just want to know it was very low level stuff, but but th- these were classy people out here. Yeah, they were classy, but they were getting at it. Yeah. <laughs> so did you did you find out if your buddy smashed that married lady? Uh, no, he said he did. He said he, he was like weirded out to like he was like, I think he was invited, but he was like weirded out. Like he was like, you guys are fucking psychos, actually. Yeah. I'm yeah. Stay he's here. Like, He's like, I don't know if I want to go into this was fun here, but I think I'll go home. <laughs> Which I give him a lot of credit because he's in his 20s. If I was in my 20s, I would have just been like, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Let's see where this night goes. I what? totally would not have done that because the, the husband then turns into a murderous mm. lunatic. You like you never know. He gets a yeah. few more drinks in him and you're at the crib and he turns into a murderous lunatic. Yeah, That's I don't know. Thinking. If you were making if I was making out heavy like that at, in my 20s, just you know, just hungry and just <laughs> drinking all night, making out, and then they were like, let's go back. I'd be like, we'll sort the details out when we get there. I'll but I, I gotta see where this is going. Buddy, I also think that he might be trying to hit. And so you well, gotta yeah, be careful about that. Yeah. Who knows? He might be trying again, to hit that ass. Again, you sort the details out when you get there. Let's just <laughs> let's just not cut it off. All right. Oh, good shit, man. Wow. wow. That sounds like a great night. 
<laughs> the guy. So, so, so I have a friend that was that he got, he, he started becoming a swinger because uh, he like kind of fell for a girl who was like, she was in that kind of lifestyle type thing with her ex or whatever. So she talked him into doing it. And, uh, and, and then that relationship didn't last because no. she ended up cheating on him, which that whole thing's like, is it bizarre. cheating though? If you're, you know, right. you're already swingers. Well, I guess it is. I mean, it's pretty, I was thinking about it. I was like, that's actually probably worse. So like, if, like you already have like this door open where you can go get some when you want to, but then you have to sneak it behind their back. That's even, that's bad. Like yeah. you, it's, it's like, like you have a buffet, but you're sneaking to the bathroom to like eat a hamburger. That's weird. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. But, yeah. He, um, but after they broke up, he stayed in like, he stayed in that whole lifestyle and he's single, but so, but he'll go on like, he would send me pictures every once in a while. He would go on like the swingers cruise ships and stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting. Yeah, That's the only a whole thing, lifestyle. It's definitely a cool and interesting lifestyle, but I feel like a lot of the dudes are trying to fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, like, I feel like you're not just cool with you and your wife, like with another dude, unless you like to fuck dudes. I, I also feel like, and maybe it's because I'm older now, but I also feel like if I was on a cruise ship by like day three, I would be like, can everyone just stop fucking like, <laughs> like you ever go, like you go to Vegas and you go for like three days and you're just drinking the whole time. And you're like, I need to stop drinking. Like <laughs> it's, it's yeah, at a certain months. point you're like, this is disgusting. Yeah. And we're I'm, disgusting I'm, animals. And then we need yeah, to stop. Everyone's this privates are like super raw and turning and no yeah. one knows what they just caught STD wise. Like it's it, a, let's it's not be greedy. Right. It's just yeah. calm yeah. down. Everyone. Go, there's it, a beautiful ocean right there. Go swimming. It's, it's the problem with any theme. You know, if you got, if you're riding a theme for more than 24 hours, it's like, all right, I'm done with that. Can we stop? Like Halloween's over. Can we like be normal people now? And it's, yeah, it's that way with, with probably fucking too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reminded of like in the movie seven with the gluttony and that like, you, you can't go too overboard with stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. You guys don't know what I mean with that. That's yeah. Cool. No, 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 no. I think they initially had one where they went on a sex cruise and they were like, they had to cut it. They're like, let's not have that be one of them. It's honestly why I never wanted to be a porn star. I just thought it was just too much. You'd have like a chap dick. But how many times? You don't want to use it that much. Like private parts are pretty sensitive. And if you just like overuse it, you got, you'll have hurt wieners and hurt vaginas all mm -hmm. over the place. What? Have you ever like read like it, it's like it's not like the, like the porn industry. It's not like what you would think either. It's not like they just go. All right, go have sex. So like they have like it's like a movie like they like cut cut scene. And you're like, I'm not done. Yet. You just got to like keep flicking it or what? I, like that's a lot. That's a lot of abuse. Yeah, no, it doesn't sound that like sounds a like good. a very professional porn set that you're talking about right there. I don't I don't know. You guys you're watching maybe, like the high budget ones. Yeah, maybe it was just one one <laughs> one it's just one scene I read about. I'm not sure. With with how long they go in a porn, I don't think anybody's enjoying it. I'd be I, the looks of it on their faces, nobody's enjoying it. Yeah. yeah. It's oh, so, so long. 
It so must I, be, I think they got to jizz twice and then start the film. I, to me, it doesn't seem natural. I So I got to tell you guys a story. I had a travel situation a couple months back in which our flight got delayed, 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 and then canceled. And then we had to stay at the Comfort Inn on Airline Drive. It was just my wife and I. It was the grossest fucking hotel that you've ever seen in your life. And to the point, like, I bundled up to get under the covers. Like, this place is nasty. <laughs> and as soon as we crawled into bed... I started hearing the loudest fucking I've ever heard in my life, just next door, paper thin walls. And it went on for so long. And I like, I immediately got up out of, took my head off the pillow, looking around my wife. She doesn't hear in one ear and she had that ear down. And I'm like, there's no, she doesn't hear this. Like, it's just making it more weird because I'm just hearing louder than any porn sex you've ever heard. And it's just going on and on. And yeah, it wasn't until the next morning, which was like four hours later when my wife was like, sounds like they were having fun next door. And I was like, you heard it. Okay. So, so hold on. Were so you I have to get defensive. I was like, you know, that's drugs, right? That's drugs. That's not like normal. <laughs> were, you, were you rock hard this whole time? Like that's what I'm wondering. Were you like wondering if she was asleep because you were wrong yeah. this whole time? Because that I'm, can happen. I'm wondering. I'm wondering if she pretended not to hear it until the next morning because she's like, Jesus Christ, he's gonna try to fuck me in this hotel now. I think that's what happened, to be honest. I'm I'm like 98% sure that's what happened. Because listen, if I hear people having sex, I'm gonna want to have sex. Yes. I'm like, oh, yeah. we're we gotta participate too. <laughs> Yeah, but then also it's kind of like watching someone dunk from the free throw line and you being like, all right, check me out. Like, there's a certain, like, I don't feel like playing right now because what just happened was not, like, I can't do that. Yeah, you guys are done. You're done and you're still listening to them. You're like, what the fuck? I'll be honest. After they were done, they were hanging out, having the best night of their lives. I kept, I'm like, they're having so much fun right now. Who are these people? Not married. Definitely not. I mean, like, obviously. It's in a fair hotel right there. (laughs) There was a part of me where I was like, kids might be sleeping. This is, and then I was like, this is the comfort in. There are no children here. Like, if there are children here, they got worse problems. (laughs) That was a married couple, just not to each other. Oh, my God. And they were like, let's go to the comfort in for a night. Like, I no, people, people can't. I mean, if they want to escape and have loud sex, because like once you have a family and have kids, now you're having quiet sex every time. Like, yeah. you, you get used to it, but you're having quiet sex every time. So you can't really let loose. So somebody might go there and be like, yo, we're going to go fucking crazy at the Comfort Inn. We're going to go fucking crazy. And then well, there is, got to hear it. There is nothing better than just hotel sex. Mm. You don't have to, like, you're not, it's not like, you're not worried about like making the bed or any, like, it's just like, you're just like, let's be animals. Like, yeah. like you, you're you, not worried about where the jizz goes. Well, oh. you just, you just leave all your stress, like in your house. Yeah. You're just worried about where everyone else put their jizz. You're like, don't oh, sit yeah. there. <laughs> you pull, the, you pull the comforter off. Like that's just the first yeah. move, but then it's on. Those pillows, the pillows that they can't wash mm. the fucking you know, the throat pillows, they got to go on the floor instantly. 
Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to get to our next topic, which is about, do you know that Elvis and Marilyn Monroe had a one night stand? They had a night of passion. Could I think it might have been at a hotel. You never know. But I don't know why. But for, when you first said that, I was thinking <laughs> Marilyn Manson, which would have been that would be way That's cooler. A much better story. Yeah. If Elvis fucked Marilyn Manson, that would be that would be mm -hmm. cool. I just think it's cool because I feel like they feel like a power couple. Elvis and Marilyn. I I'm oh, comforted to know they were together at least once. I got my time periods fucked up because I thought Marilyn Monroe was like 1918. But I guess not. I, every time I see a picture, I'm like, 1918 was awesome. <laughs> no. No? Marilyn Monroe, it was like the, the first whore? She was like the first famous whore. I feel like if you had, like, if you were, didn't you, like, JFK, Elvis? RFK, Joe DiMaggio. She had a hell of a hit list, man. I think yeah, Arthur um, Miller she was married to, right? Yeah. Frank mm -hmm. Sinatra wasn't, didn't, I think. The Sinatra smash? Everybody cool hit that. It sounds like it. <laughs> she had a lot of problems. Bill the janitor, he fucked her. Everyone's just hitting Marilyn Monroe. She didn't care. We don't know. Her numbers could still be small. We don't know how no. much. She just had sex with a lot of really famous heavy hitters because she had, she was gorgeous. Yeah, yeah honestly, if everyone, she's batting about a thousand with that list. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, a I'm don't know who else she fucked. But like I, I'm, I'm gonna say she put up numbers. I think she had numbers. Yeah, she did good. Yeah, because these are the ones we know about, and this was before the internet. Like if the internet existed back then, she'd have numbers. Yeah, yeah. I guess she couldn't have got that famous because it would have got blown up pretty quick. Yeah. Like the first she was series. fucking Walmart readers. Whatever she... <laughs> the sh She's the like, look, they were so nice. Yeah, you know what? All the people that she was smashing, it makes Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey look small time. Yeah, it's kind of boring. Yeah, like, honestly. Like, and I'm not dogging her. I like that about Marilyn Monroe. I feel like it makes her more attainable. Yeah. Like, if I was if I was alive back then, maybe I could have fucked Marilyn Monroe. That <laughs> makes me feel good. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, like a lot it. of those guys are not good looking. I mean, they're very accomplished. Elvis yeah. was was really good looking. Yeah, I mean Elvis, Elvis was smoking. Yeah, it's <laughs> what time frame? What time frame did she? What like what, was it? Uh, fat Elvis or was it like? No, no, no. It was hot Elvis. Hot this Elvis. Was yeah. like, this is like mid fifty. Well, because she died in what mid sixties. I think so. Yeah. Did so, you guys watch Elvis? Did you guys watch yeah. Elvis? No, yeah. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it's good. I have no interest in Elvis whatsoever, but that movie was my shit. I actually, I actually like. I, I, uh, my dad was a huge Elvis fan, or is a huge Elvis fan. So I, I, uh, I grew up listening to Elvis. I used to watch his movies. Do you know, like the movies, yeah. which are fucking History. terrible? Yeah. But, 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 like, I grew kind of grew up like he was like a like it was a Kim and John Wayne. I was like, this guy is pretty cool. No, because we fuck with Elvis hard now. After we watch Elvis twice, we started looking up real Elvis shit. Movies and his his comeback special. And his, we were watching, watching real Elvis shit. live performances. We didn't watch one of his full movies or anything, but some of his performances Tonight. were pretty pretty amazing. You know, his, and, his, uh, that movie's, I mean, it's a lot of bullshit. I enjoyed it. But like Elvis, Elvis the civil rights hero, 
Elvis was known as was was a pill popping, gustal, gun toting, conservative, like and anything progressive. He was not having it. He was not like a hero. When we, when we did look back at the live Probably. shows, it did look like every single girl. He was gonna fuck every single girl there after the show. Just like he, he locked he in on every girls. single girl there, and I think could probably have sex with about ten to fifteen of them after the show. While he was married, like yeah, he was giving everyone real intense sex eyes. It made me uncomfortable. I don't like slutty Elvis. I was very but... comfortable with it. <laughs> I think it was pretty slutty the whole time, and no disrespect. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean until until he got real fat and sloppy, then he probably was. Well, he probably was still slutty, but. Well, that lifestyle, I think, led to it. He was trying to fill the void within with drugs and women, and that's just not the correct formula. I find a lot of guys try to fill that void within. They get famous, and there's like, there's a void that I can only fill with a lot of poontang. (laughs) And I feel so bad for those guys. Yeah. It's. uh, I mean, it is kind of a weird thing. Like, uh, I, I, I listened to an interview with uh, Justin Bieber, which is like, it was just like a clip that I saw, but it was pretty, it was pretty fascinating. He was like talking about how like, at like, you know, 15 years old, he's like in a, he gets like, he's in an arena, gets a standing ovation. And then he leaves that arena and he's being escorted by a bunch of yes men, bodyguards and stuff to his private jet. And then he's on the jet and he's just flying alone. And he's like, how do I like what what's next? Like, how do you pass this? Like, where do you right. like there's got that's gotta be a crazy void? Like, because you know eventually that that's gonna like it always goes away. Like you can't right. just keep that. So yeah, I feel like these guys that are like not down that like they find a way to fill that void and they're just like it's all superficial stuff to try to help you know fulfill that. But yeah, it's a problem. That's why yeah, I don't I want think... to go down that path. Yeah, I'm like, me you either. know what? I'm just like fuck the fame. Fuck right. all that. I'm just gonna I don't I don't want to start because I'm with you. I'm just gonna beards. have a shitty job the rest of my life. I don't need all that. Yeah, I'm just growing my beard out, you know. I'm just wanna be I wanna be a real person. Yeah. I mean, who needs uh, what you it starts with opening a smoothie shop and then it could get out of control. So you gotta shut that shit down. Yeah. Well, that's well, Elvis. That's what he liked bananas and peanut butter. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's dope. I mean, I only want to be famous (laughs) if I could do it and feel good at the same time. Because I have to say, I don't know anyone who has fame that I feel like seems very happy or that I'd want to trade lives with. And dudes can be like, "Oh, it'd be so fun to have like a revolving door of pussy," but that. No one really enjoys that. No one likes that. No yeah, one likes a revolving joint of pussy. Yeah, no, it like you used to have that. Where it's, did you end up? Maybe it's a joke. Married to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, it, you know what? That would it would get old though. It would mm-hmm. that would get that would get old. No, definitely. It's because you... they don't actually give a shit about you. And if you have any kind of spiritual knowledge or insight, you know that sex is an act where you're mixing energies, in my opinion. And I feel like it drains you. If you're just getting fucked and the person doesn't care about you at all, it they're taking from you in a way that most people don't realize. And then boom, you're dead. Like Elvis. Look, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm like titties yeah. after a while. You oh know what God. I'm saying? That's... 
really CG. Did you ever have like when you were a kid, you were like, when I'm going to be an adult? You're like, when you're as a child, you're like, man, when I'm an adult, I'll eat all the fucking ice cream I want. And have you ever just had a day where you just pig out, you eat ice cream, and then you feel like shit? Yeah, well, I feel like that's what, being a, that's what being a celebrity would be like. It's like, man, if I was a celebrity, I just fuck girls all day long. And then it's like, by day three, you're like, I need something else in my life. This oh, yeah, is you're, weeping, you're weeping into your pillow by day three. Yeah, it's just, it's just, I, I don't know. I, I can't imagine that being very fulfilling. No, I that's like exactly are, what it's like when you're a kid and you want to be grown up so you can do whatever the fuck you want. And you kind of yeah. can do whatever the fuck you want, but there's huge consequences and your knees hurt and you're like, <laughs> your hair is yeah. out from it, you know, like just whatever the fuck. So no, you can't do it. No, you, you can't. You not really. Yeah. You want to feel yeah. better this inside. way. Like Robin Williams, right? One of the best comedians of all time had the most fame, all these great movies. I'm sure, you know, he got married, but he could have had all the pussy, but like he he just wasn't happy. He didn't know how to like protect himself in that arena, I think. So, I mean, I think about this stuff a lot because, you know, I got close to fame in a certain way, but I wasn't happier or anything. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if I had to choose between the two, I'd always want to feel good inside. Because when I have a shitty day and I eat all the things I want to eat, I always get sick after. Either like the flu or just dysentery. <laughs> we just got a BJ's box of cinnamon toast crunch, by the way, a BJ size. Because the because we just got a box of cinnamon toast crunch for the first time in a while. And that shit went like hotcakes. And so we just decided we need the BJ's size. So we got that that sounds like a decision that like if you would say that when you were a kid, like, dude, when I'm an adult, I'm going to get all the cinnamon toast crunch. See, just pantry looks like it like Josh Baskin, like the movie Big. Like, it's just like, all right. They gave a child money and he just got all of like, <laughs> that's all of his shit and his wardrobe too. Yeah. No, he actually has gotten so good lately and it's helped me get better at, at your diet. Like at eating, I feel like you've made a big shift with like turmeric and ginger and like suddenly it's helping me to be like, oh yeah, if you eat responsibly you can feel better <laughs> i think you still needs a, a lot of childlike foods at home i think a balance feel is good. good yeah um, no i it's dangerous to like you know make fun of your diet when you're all jacked <laughs> <laughs> don't talk about mine please just because i mentioned yours <laughs> do you eat healthy but, cobble i do but then i fuck up right. like i eat healthy and then when i'm not i'm like you know i'm diving into the to the shit it makes you feel bad like it's worse for yeah. me for sleeping yes if i'm eating shit i wake up in the middle of the night like, Ugh. like it catches up to you later mm -hmm. it sucks i really do think you are what you eat is like i mean it's like i don't think there's anything that just affects your body worse than like what you like mood everything sleep skin like yeah. I, I eat like shit that like I mean I still like I I go back and forth like I'll do good like we were getting like a, a meal service so but we would just get meals shipped to the house the meals on I, wheels 
the kind like they were frozen healthy meals it was like it was like a, a uh what is it the what's the ones you like weight watcher or like the lean, lean whatever they're called yeah, lean cuisine it was like that but on steroids like so and by on steroids i mean they put steroids like in real there. steroids <laughs> real literal yeah. steroids in the meat yes yeah like you you get the meal it's like sweet potatoes pop this pill and broccoli uh, and then chicken. Uh, it was called Tren something. I don't know. Uh, it was, uh, so I forget the name of the, the meals, but I was getting them just so, I, but, and I felt better. And I just kind of started getting bored of like the same meals. And I like, and I skipped ordering for a week. And then I find myself like, cause I'm at, I'm at the tavern a lot. So I'm like, I'll oh, just, I haven't eaten. I'll grab a cheesesteak. And then I'm like, oh, man, I feel kind of shitty. And I'm like, why don't I get some fucking waffle fries and some wings? And then, like, the next day, I'm like, ugh. And then it no, just it's kinda... a slippery slope, though, because after you eat one bad thing, the only thing yeah. that's going to make you feel better is eating some more shit. Yeah. And you know what's really good after shitty wings is a cigarette <laughs> and a Heineken not zero. <laughs> yeah. Buddy, I can tell you're a good dad. You got just wisdom that you're spreading. Yeah. So <laughs> our last that. topic um, is Shane Gillis being on SNL. We didn't watch the full <laughs> episode, but I know that Koppel, you knew him. Buddy, I'm assuming you probably yeah. knew him. And I just found out from Koppel that I guess, so he had gotten hired by SNL and then fired. So it was a big deal for him to come back. And I will say, I am a fan of his comedy because I've seen some clips come up on TikTok when he talks about Trump, just about yeah. after, after Trump killed the terrorists. Just the difference. Yeah, that that joke. Uh, yeah. So I, I am a fan. I'm not a huge fan just because I haven't seen enough of his stuff, but I found it interesting that he got fired from there and then was welcomed back. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a big thing. Anybody making it in any way from Philly feels like it's such a loser town in that way. Oh it's God. like, dude, he was doing this in Philly. It's crazy. And he got named to SNL. So everyone, it's not like New York where you kind of honed your skills, you know, Philly comedy scene. Holy shit. Gillis. He left here to go to New York and then it happened, but he oh. had years of kicking ass in Philly. And as soon as it happened, it was like, wow, that's wild. And within a couple hours, the news broke that like, ooh, he said some wild things on his podcast. And it was clearly a hit job that people just had this shit locked and loaded for like, if he ever makes it, which is kind of sad. or It's more than kind of sad. It's horrible. And, um, you know, for about 48 hours there, it was probably the biggest story that was happening. You remember that, buddy? Am I exaggerating? Yeah, like a, yeah, yeah. It's a really big story. And then he got kicked off. And um, brutal. It, yeah, it worked out, you know, obviously. And well, you know what's crazy too is that was like four years ago. Mm. So, so in that four years, like the trajectory that his career went from four years ago to, to, last night when he circled his way back to hosting it i mean did you watch it at all john i watched the whole thing yeah I, so i i um 
I, I I ended up I didn't watch it live. I, I watched YouTube clips last night when I got home. I, I I was still at work, so I couldn't really hear it. I snuck out actually and watched part of his monologue and then the uh the live feed ended up dying. So I, I was like, well, all right, well, I'll just catch the rest of it later. I do think that if he would have stayed with if he didn't get fired from SNL and he would have stayed with SNL just from the clips that like that from the um, skits that he did last night. I don't think he'd be at the point he is today. <laughs> do, do you get what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I think it would have, I think it would have impeded him a lot because like some of the clips were like, they were good. Like he, I, I thought he did a great job. Like, and I'm a fan you know, through and through, I th- I thought it was funny when he was in in uh in Philly. He was always nice to me. He was always, you know, all right. Um, but like, I I just think like I think he's got like with more talent than like the box that he was in for some of those skits. Right. Like, well, I I think that Saturday Night Live, a lot of the people will never know how talented they are, and Saturday Night Live is not the right. star maker that it was and i think a lot of that's because of like the way the marketplace is now like there's no tv show if i started we the four of us could start going in circles right now but like hey you watch this you know what's cool this it's not like it used to be where we would all have the shared experience you know now everyone's you know and and it's probably all really good you know, but like Saturday Night Live, it's drowning. It's just one of a gazillion yeah. different things. They have too many cast members anyway for anybody to really stick out. It's not like the cultural touchstone that it was. Like when was the last time that somebody from Saturday Night Live became like a huge movie star? It's been over ten years. You know, so I totally agree. But and and also, <clears throat> just his skill set wise. He's a great stand-up, and that's why his last Netflix special was like number one for a while there on that platform. And then also the sketches that he does pre-taped is just a lot of time way easier. Like his funniest one was one mm. that didn't make it to air, the right. the uh, emu. What's the one, the Liberty Mutual sketch that he did? It was hilarious. Uh, yeah. But like that, the the Trump shoes one that he did and uh what the sports betting app one like yeah well and i'll be and you know what i was watching and i was like i was actually surprised it seemed like they had pushed the limit for him a little bit like that like more outside of what snl i feel like would typically do like some of those skits i was like wow i'm surprised they're they're like letting this go happen on SNL. Right. Mm-hmm. But even that, even with them where like, it seemed like maybe they were pushing the limits. Like, I still feel like there was like a weird box around like what's politically, you know, allowed to be said or done where it's like when he does the skits on his own and he funds it by himself, he, he can just, you know, say fuck all that and not have to worry about who's sponsoring the next commercial or anything else. I just, I, I don't know. I think that whole platform is just a weird way to, especially for comedy. It's like, it's, it's a weird way to do comedy because you have to worry about like offending anything that's going to affect your revenues. Right. Right. Uh, I was surprised how much he kept saying during the monologue, how nervous he was. I guess yeah. he was doing well, but he was almost like throwing you a wet could, blanket on it. You could tell he was, 
he was nervous though. I mean, you could pick up his body language, like, uh, especially if you've like been a, like, if you've seen him do shows where, you know what I mean? Like where if he falls in silence, like he, uh, you could tell, and I would imagine, uh, it would be, that would be a nerve wracking. I mean, it looks nerve wracking oh, when yeah. it's something like, I've watched like the Dave Chappelle monologue, or I think when Louis or Bill Burrow, I watched his monologue and it was like, I mean, it looked tough. Like that looks like a tough, tough environment to try to do. Every, every time the host comes out for the opening monologue, because I like Saturday Night Live, probably as much because I'm fascinated by it as because I'm entertained by it. I just think the whole process yeah. is interesting. And whenever somebody comes out to deliver the monologue, I'm nervous for them. In the first few seconds, I'm like, oh, yeah. shit. Uh-oh. Well, like, what's what's going to happen? And you can tell if they're terrified, which they are about half the time. And well, then you like, resent them if they're not. You're like, who the fuck do you think you are? It's like, take the biggest moment you've ever had in, like, in stand-up, and then you go, okay, this is how nervous I was for that. But then add in the fact that you know it's going to be kind of a weird audience that's not you know, particularly your crowd. Now you got that going against you. It's like, I mean, I can't imagine being like, that's got to be the most nerve wracking experience. I yeah. I like thinking back on, on how much hate he got when he was like easily the best comic working in Philly, or at least at the very least, arguably the best. And just people are such bitches, man. People are such haters. Who like you think Ellis is funny because I think he sucks. <laughs> like really? Yeah. Yeah, because like because every time he gets on stage, he he kills. So <laughs> I, I don't know if you were there, but like you know, he kind of destroyed that room. So yeah, I, I just got to see him live down in. Uh, I was down in Austin a couple of weeks, like a, a couple two months ago. And uh, he did a pop out for the at um at, at one of the shows. He he popped out for like twenty minutes. I'm like, yeah, even his new stuff that he was doing there, like that he's working out. I mean, it was really good. He's, um, I mean, it's not like he's like slowing down just because he like got one special. It was like he's just like oh, it just keeps grinding out new stuff. Which so, I, 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 that's like for me, it's like, again, with like the whole like uh, swingers stuff, it's like eventually that like to, I'm like, how's he got the energy for all this? Right, right. Fucking give up, man. <laughs> if, save some jokes for another person. Mm. I, I think I told you guys this, but I was just down in Miami last week for like a work conference. And uh, and somebody said something about being a big Gillis fan. And I was like, oh, I know him. I've, I've worked with him a tiny bit. Like, I, you know, I'm not going to pretend that we're friends or whatever. Now, I was a celebrity within like the next minute and a half. Like, yo, he knows Shane Gill. He like he knows him. He's seen oh. him and like they know each other. And it became a thing. I'm like, holy, this guy's a big deal. Like the one, yeah. my, I've got a couple of employees that lost their minds when I told them that they're in their, their twenties. Like, Oh, Gillis for real. You like know him? Like, yeah, I guess he's at that level. Yeah. I mean, he's becoming like a household name. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. good for him. I definitely feel like he shouldn't be in a box because that's what makes him special. I think when any comedian feels that box too hard and you have to be PC, it kind of flattens comedy. So it's nice to see yeah. someone 
kind of not giving a fuck. He gives somewhat of a fuck, obviously, but he seems pretty free in general compared to most comics. He's talented, so I'm happy for him. And we're going to wrap up. So, buddy, where can people find you on social media or the Lansdale Tavern? Uh, I'm on Instagram again. I got rid of my account and I just picked one back up. So I, I was trying to prove a point to my kids. I was like, they were on social media too much. And I was like, you guys are on social media too much. And they're like, well, you're on it a lot too. And I was like, I'll fucking delete it right now. So <laughs> nice. I, nice. I did, did it. it. And, I couldn't, and then I couldn't remember any of my passwords. And then my account got hacked. And then so I started <laughs> a new one. Damn. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, so, um, it's, uh, I'm buddy Harris, um, on Instagram. And then my Facebook ones just fell flat because I, once I got off social media for a minute, felt pretty goddamn nice. Actually, <laughs> it's kind you of going like, to go off it completely for a bit. It's a weird at first, you know what? It's a weird feeling. You go off of it and you're like kind of tapping around like, uh, what should I be doing right now? And then. And then, like, after, like, a couple of days, you're like, damn, I feel kind of free. This is nice. But now I'm back on, and I'm, now I'm back into the fucking scroll zone where I'm just, like, I come home, and I'm just mindlessly scrolling for 20 minutes. Next thing, it's, like, three hours. So, <laughs> Dude, that, that algorithm's trouble because it's all the people that I find that I hate. That's where I'll click on their shit, you know, because they'll say horrible things. And then I'll click on their shit to read the comments. Because like, who agrees with that? Wow, it's crazy. And next thing you know, every other post you see is from someone that just like raises your anxiety. Yeah, you know, that's all like, it cool, is. You I, got more Gaza thoughts. <laughs> when you go on the well, your shit's way more uh, intelligent than mine. Mine's like my my. You, I, I'm not even sure I'm allowed to say what my reels no. are because. When I go on, it's just like it's like handicapped people. And then I go in the comments and people are ripping the handicapped people like it'll be like a handicapped person trying to skateboard. And they're like and then I go in the thing and they're like, <laughs> they're like, who gave this thing a skateboard or whatever? And I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but now it all comes up and I just can't help but to go into the comments. Like I'm just I'm addicted to just going in and reading nasty comments. Mm hmm. Yo, My, our buddy, no, our buddy sent us a, a video of, I guess it was the Special Olympics, and I didn't even know they had this, but it was a blind guy doing the long jump. And this <laughs> blind guy, they say go, and he just starts hauling ass. They just run in full train speed and not being able to see a goddamn thing. I couldn't believe it. Anyway, that's all I have on that. He missed yeah, the sand it. trap. He leaped. He was an amazing athlete, and then he missed the sand trap. And he jumped so like, fucking oh, high and far. Like it hurt. I'm like, yeah, it definitely looked like it hurt. Yeah, but see, I would. I so if that came across my my feed, I would take a break for a second and start reading the comments because I just can't help it. I just I didn't think it was funny that the dude got hurt and he jumped onto his ass in the out of the sand trap onto the hard ground. That I did not find funny. I just found it interesting that they have a blind anything where you're running full That's speed. Crazy to me. Like how like there should be like someone clicking in the right direction for that. There person. is. There yeah. is. What was on his shirt, Kyle? Well, that guy, the back of that guy's shirt. Sound guy. What was what? right? And and then the announcer also said. 
oh, I think he's thrown off by the sound from the crowd. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. People are cheering. Like if you if you went into the comments of that, it would be like it would be like shit like this. Like I didn't see that coming or like. (laughs) Look at that shit. Like it would just <laughs> bet he every, didn't see that coming. Yeah, everything would be like some goofy joke, but like, and then I'll just read them for like 20 minutes and I'm like, all right, I got my thrill. I mean, and honestly, I some of them are pretty good jokes. Some of them are pretty good some jokes. Some of them are pretty good. I don't feel but, like a great person after, but some of them are no, pretty great jokes. I can't help but to read the comments sometimes. And but now my algorithm is like, oh buddy, you're a piece of shit. So here's another piece of shit thing. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. I didn't hear about that. That's crazy. Um well I didn't I, share yeah. that with you because I thought that you would not let me talk to my friends again or think I was a very bad person. No, I would have, but it's also I can't believe a blind person is doing the long jump and that they allowed him to even miss. That like, motherfucker that was a rocket ship. What but then I'm also jealous. I'm like, how <laughs> are people who are so have have these like big disabilities so much more successful you know why because he doesn't even realize he's jumping so far the regular person has limitations within themselves he freed that by being blind he was like the regular person's like i should only be able to jump this far that guy just jumps and he's like i'm still in the fucking air right now yeah he went off like a fucking He'd, he'd land and he'd be like, how'd I do? And his coach would be like, not that good. And then he'd look around and be like, Jesus Christ, you see that? He's like, are you serious? <laughs> I was floating through the air for fucking five minutes. He was like, nah, nah, it was pretty average, actually. Wow. All yeah. right. Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Now, my oh, question no. is, uh, because this guy was looked really strong and really fast. And my question is, if he was really strong and really fast, could he beat you in a fight? A blind guy? A yeah, blind guy seen... who's like a fucking rocket ship. Dude, have you ever seen Bloodsport? I know you've seen Bloodsport. <laughs> Dude, when Van Damme got blinded, he was still fucking people up. Or, well, he's you know, fucking people up worse. Yeah. Well, that was Van Damme. That brought out yeah. his whole shit. Yeah. This guy's just, just training. <laughs> this guy does long jump. I mean, but that's not too shabby. It's not too shabby. He's not. Van Dam, but I don't think Van Dam could do the long jump. Not now. <laughs> yeah, but this is long jump. Dude, you give Van Dam enough cocaine, he'll do the long jump. <laughs> Wait, you know Dude, what? Maybe he can do the fucking long jump. Some of them jump kicks were insane. Maybe he can do the fucking long jump. I should. Yeah, he's still ripped him. too. He is ripped. Yeah. You ever see um he and Dolph Lundgren's daughters? They're apparently kickboxers too. They're both smoking. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, they like be, you know they had the picture of of Dolph and Van Dam, and then under that a picture of their daughters. I'm like, oh, look at that. I mean, like they because they look like good fighters. They sound they like that sounds like, like a page I'd subscribe to. Ew, it's a joke. When I'm <laughs> scrolling, you just it's one of the weird things you get pulled in. I'm like, why? I'm like, because I stop every time. Stallone's daughters are hot too. Yeah. Yeah, they but are. very, very protected. They talk about that. It's very hard for them to date because he purposely intimidates anyone coming in. And like, he'll mean it. It's not like a joke. He tries to scare the shit out of the I'm guys. like, Sylvester, relax, relax. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, you got to settle down. You got to know how to speak his language. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, yo. You got like five vertebrae that don't even work. <laughs>
He's been he's like welded together at this point. All right. Yeah, but that HGH heals it right up, dude. Right yeah. to the spine. Did you dude, see he, his his um Netflix special, Sly? No, yeah. I couldn't watch it. We watched the Schwarzenegger one, but the Sly one, like I just I couldn't get into it. Does it get so, good? The Schwarzenegger one, I I recently read his book. Schwarzenegger's like a hero of mine at this point. Yeah. And you at every time you hear hear Arnold talk you're like inspired and you feel so good at the end of the Sly one I'm like man I hope Sly's okay <laughs> like, it's like damn I don't know you're just sitting in a train and you're just watching stuff go by that was like one of the first things he said and I was like I can't watch this anymore <laughs> yeah he really is like I watched he, it right he, after the Schwarzenegger one and so like after that line I couldn't I couldn't do it anymore I mean, he did write Rocky. That shit came from the heart. Like, Yo, that shit was tight, man. I can't fuck with Rocky. No, I know, but, but 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 yeah. like his uh, like the way he talks, that is that is straight. He is Rocky. He's yeah, just there's, like there's an underpinning of sadness to everything. That's probably why he's a good writer. Yeah, his story is pretty cool, though. Oh, so that's just the loans. Yeah. I'm betting if I could watch the whole thing, it would be good. It's I think like it looked out weird when he when he started dating the uh, the the woman that ended up dating um, Flavor Flav, Bridget Nielsen. Yes, oh. the, the girl I with the short blonde like, hair from the the yes. short blonde hair Russian from the fourth uh-huh. one. Yeah, yeah, yes. she was. They were married. She, yeah, you dated Flavor Flav after that. Oh, they had. She. I think you don't know this. I think Why the fuck would I know this? Because Flavor of, of Love. Yeah. You <laughs> watch prestige television like Flavor of Love? I actually did see the first season of Flavor of Love. And that she, it was, was on another show, show where they took all these kind of like D-list celebrities or I guess BC D-list celebrities. And that's and then Flavor Flav and Bridget Nielsen met. And like at first they didn't like each other, but she was like walking around, I think totally naked like amazonian butt naked boobs out woman and he was like hello and like next thing you know it was really a fun love affair to watch he it threw, was really he threw fun. it hard at her and he won which yeah. she's walking around naked in like 510 and yeah, yeah. i mean it's flavor flavor awesome. seems crazy it's flavor flavor i don't know what that means <laughs> you you would not you can't leave your woman alone in a room with flavor flavor <laughs> No, it's honestly, when you say that and you joke, like you're laughing right now, but that's a bad bitch he pulled. I mean, yeah. she was she wasn't at her peak. Maybe, yeah, like she oh, was she a good 25 years past her peak. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have to put this into context for me. She's more in like her. I gotta show you clips of this. Phase. It was epic. <laughs> yeah, they were just like did going you, at did it. Did you watch Rock of Love? I did watch the first. Didn't they come out like the same year? Why did I watch either of these things? But yes, they I were great. But yo, those those ones, dude kept having diabetes every other show. Like well, he'd have like his blood sugar yeah. would go too low, and there would be like a disaster every other show. And I was like, dude, <laughs> this dude's like rich as fuck. He needs to get on top of this shit. I don't know why I'm like, laughing. Because if I had my own reality show, they would catch me like. Like shitting myself, puking. Like I love laughing, but I'm like, I if I had reality cameras around me, they would catch the worst shit. I think. But like, cut out the low glycemic index episodes. Like you can cut that shit. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? Like that doesn't have to be a part of it. 
He's like, I'm looking for a woman that can be my nurse as well. <laughs> if you have a medical background, that's preferable. Uh, he's like my ultimate woman is a, a nurse with uh triple d's and uh they just all have medical to, degrees that come on and likes to chew bubble gum every one of them was like a fucking bimbo from the 80s it was like <laughs> and they yeah, have to they be were also that... like 20 years old and like where did you find these women in 2008 can you imagine being that director's crew that has to fucking contain all that? <laughs> oh, gosh. Yo, they were bad bitches, and they had to pick those kind of bitches because they had to be super into him. And he was only famous yeah. like 25 years before that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a great show, actually, dude. Yeah. I, remember I kind of want to rewatch all of these shows. When his, when his blood sugar was low, he'd, like, turn purple. Like, his skin would be, like, purple, and, like, they, one of the girls would be taking care of him. And I'm like, dude, are other episodes like this? <laughs> <laughs> that shit was wild, man. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm glad you brought that up, Koppel. That's important. Yeah. Oh, that's my contribution. <laughs> Well, <laughs> thank you, buddy. Thank you, John. Thanks, yeah, thank you guys. Thanks, Good guys. Good talking to you. That was great. And thanks for listening. Bye, yeah. guys.